I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to yet another stream. I have to say, and I wasn't going to do any more streams, but yeah, here we are. It's uh, I'm looking at my watch. I don't know why, because it doesn't have the day on there, but it's Wednesday. It's another live stream. I'm going to answer some of your questions ahead of Friday's deadline. Welcome to everybody who's live in the chat right now. Thank you very much to FPL Jojo for signing up as a member. We've already got a super chat. The heroic doses, Jackson slash Madison or Watkins and a 6.5 million midfielder. I would probably say the 6.5 million midfielder in that case, but Jackson's a pretty nice differential, to be honest with you. I can see why a lot of people are looking at him. The music was working. Yes, absolutely. To Salah or not to Salah? I am starting to waver a little bit on Salah. You would have seen from the video I put out earlier that I've got a draft ready for him. I don't know if I'm going to do it, though, because it means having Jao Pedro. And the, the annoying thing is, I, I think there's a chance that Jao Pedro is just great. He's he's going to be that player that by game week two is 5.7 million or even 5.8. Like, if he gets a brace in the first game, then they got, what is it, Wolves away, West Ham at home, or maybe the other way around. That's the kind of player that can increase in price straight away. So it is tempting to have him, especially when Watkins has got Newcastle away. But I'm still not quite sure I like the overall changes that you have to make to incorporate Salah into a team. Plus, it would mean I'd have to captain him in game week two, and I don't know if I can put myself through that. So we'll see. I'm not ruling it out. I know there's always some people every single year that think I kind of build up this, you know, pretense that I'm not going to have a player only to end up with them. Like I'm human at the end of the day. I'm just like every other FPL manager. I will have a last minute panic about Salah. Whether or not I can get through the deadline without him, we'll have to wait and see. Right now, the plan is to not have Salah. I think the team probably looks a little bit uh, better without it. There's also that kind of thing where I've had the double up on Man United and Arsenal for so long. It's hard to let go of that as well. Like I know there's a there's a world where Fernandez doesn't end up being a great pick. Maybe Martinet does miss a game or he keeps getting subbed off early and it would have been better to go with Salah, but I think I'm pretty happy with how things stand right now. Very boring team, Andy. No offense. Do you know what? I take that as a compliment. If anyone tells me my team is boring, I feel like I'm on the right track. The only thing I consider today is I feel like I just need 0.5 million more. If I had an extra 0.5, I think I could just lock this team in straight away because with Pickford in goal... I've got 0.5 in the bank. And if I could get another 0.5, I could do Pinnock two stones. And I think I'd be pretty happy with that. I mean, there are other ways to get that 0.5. Martinelli to Havertz, for example. But I just don't think I'm going to go with Havertz, to be honest. Delighted to be a member. Slow play for me. 12 years. Follow for tw You've been following me for 12 years. I don't even know if that's possible. Maybe back in the... Uh the days when I used to post instead of make videos, possibly. Uh, Andre, thank you very much for becoming a member. Much appreciated. Is Jota an ultimate differential? Maybe, maybe. I, I don't know if he's going to start for sure. I mean, he's done well in preseason. I definitely wouldn't have any thoughts about getting Darwin Nunez in. So it could be Gakpo through the middle, then Jota on the left. It could be Gakpo number eight and Jota through the middle and Diaz on the left. So I think the minutes for Jota look better than someone like Darwin Nunez. Whether or not they're good enough to go with in game week one, I'm still a little bit unsure about that. Like for 8 million, you can just have Martinelli instead. Who And, and Arsenal arguably got better first three fixtures. There's not a huge amount in it, but they're probably, probably a little bit better. I think I'm going to go with Johnston over Pickford. Uh, yeah, don't mind that at all, to be honest with you. I think he's a good option as well. Crystal Palace defense obviously been a little bit better than... 
Everton last year for sure. I just like the rotation between Pickford and Turner. And I, I'm kind of ready to go back in time. For anyone that didn't play FPL maybe, I don't know what it is, five plus years ago, rotating goalkeepers was all the rage. Like everyone would have a 4.5 and a 4.5. And we would just get on with it. It's only in the last few years that people have kind of just preferred to bank that 0.5. I think I said that on a stream the other day. But Turner and a, uh, sorry, Pickford and a 4 million that rotates... That means you don't have to spend the extra money. and You can cover some of those tougher fixtures. And I know, I said this on the video earlier, if Pickford does end up keeping a clean sheet in one of those tough fixtures, that is a big score. But I think I'd rather just back the easier fixture, even if it is for a Nottingham Forest goalkeeper. Have I checked the rotation between Johnston and Turner? I have, yes. Um, I actually tweeted about it the other day. Uh, I tweet too much, though, so whether or not I can find it right now is... A different story oh my god i do tweet too much i'm looking through all the stuff that i've put out i don't even know when i did do it oh yeah here we go so johnston basically with pickford you play out of the first 12 game weeks you play pickford one two three four five six seven eight times you only actually play turner four times and really game week two and five is where it really matters so you would hope that henderson's not an issue by then with Palace, you play Johnston one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times. So one less. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, one less. But you could also play him in game week 11. So Crystal Palace defense may be slightly better, but Everton's fixtures are overall probably a little bit better. So it just seems like that works. So it's basically, do you take the fixtures or do you take the slightly better defense underlying numbers wise? I've got to be honest, I'm not completely sure about Crystal Palace going into this season. I feel like things went badly after a while with Vieira went better under Hodgson but he did have great fixtures so how are they going to react the start of this season I'm not quite sure whatever happens sorry whatever decision I end up going with one of the concerns I had was maybe Johnston wouldn't necessarily be first choice those concerns have gone out the window now because Guaita wants to leave apparently so no issues there whatsoever they might buy a new goalkeeper but I don't think it would be someone to take over from Johnston uh Bader Bader would you consider Stones or or Vardiol for game weeks one to seven I would go for Stones because we've seen players for Man City bedded in slowly before and that could be exactly what happens here so I would just go for Stones uh Milan man thank you very much for the super chat Everton will play for relegation again quite possibly yeah um should I get Odegaard or Fernandez for 8.5 I think you go for Fernandez I think you just take the penalties like underlying stats wise I think for expected goal involvement, Fernandez might be slightly ahead. Um, we can actually check that. Actually, I've got the. Let me just go on to this. I've got Fantasy Football Hub just sat here waiting. In fact, if we go to the toolbox, Opta Stats for midfielders for last season, ninety minutes. I actually can't remember exactly what Fernandez was. I know his. I know his numbers are more skewed towards. Um, assist. I can't see it on screen. How annoying. Uh, 0.23 expected goals per 90. 0.49 expected assists. Whereas for Odegaard, I'll have to sort that out so you can see it on screen. For Odegaard, oh, where is he? Uh, Odegaard was 0.25 non penalty expected goals. So not that much higher and only 0.28 expected assists. So uh, apologies you can't see that. That's completely my fault. Um, but yeah, I think I would just take Fernandez. Especially when, so better underlying numbers overall and penalties as well. I don't think there's too much of a case to be made to go for Odegaard instead. Odegaard's probably going to be on penalties. Maybe. That is speculation. That is not a, a guarantee of things to come. I mean, if he does, if he does become, uh, sorry, if he does get on penalties, then I'd easily pay 0.5 million more than Martinelli. Absolutely. Surely now you've dropped Anana. Shaw has to be tempting. But then it's Shaw versus Chilwell. And I think I would just back those early fixtures for Chelsea. Plus, I, I would expect Chilwell to be more attacking than, than Luke Shaw. I did say this about a week or two ago. I've got Anana, but if I drop him, I wouldn't necessarily just automatically put Luke Shaw back in. Like I think in rotation, Luke Shaw's pretty good. But Man United do play Spurs away game week two, Arsenal away game week four, and Brighton at home game week five. They're not easy fixtures for defenders. Like, I wouldn't be worried about Fernandez and Rashford playing against Spurs away. I think I've, I've listened to James on Planet FPL. He thinks Spurs are going to have no issue scoring goals, but I kind of agree with him about the defence. So I wouldn't... I'd want to see a few games before I start worrying about playing that Spurs team. But I don't think I'd automatically go to Luke Shaw. I, if I was going to change Chilwell, it, it'd be more likely to be for a City defender, to be honest with you, at this point. Uh, Jackson is a really good choice. 
He could be. He could be. I've thought about Watkins to Jackson and then Pinnock to Reese James or even or even Diaz or Ruben Diaz or, or Stones. I have thought about that because Newcastle away is probably no easier. In fact, Newcastle away is probably a little bit more difficult than Liverpool at home. So Jackson arguably has the better opening fixture. And then Watkins has Everton at home, which is better than West Ham away. But after that, Chelsea's fixtures are just ridiculous. I'm in two minds about Chelsea, right? Overall, I'm someone that likes to target fixtures, obviously, right? Because fixtures are king. How many Chelsea players do I put in straight away? And how many spots do I leave open to change my mind later? Because it's all well and good saying I definitely want Chilwell and James. But if I add Jackson, what if Sanchez is first choice? What if Sterling absolutely goes mad in the first couple of game weeks and he starts to show that ability that we've seen before for man city so i'm a little bit i'm a little bit not concerned but i'm thinking about how many spots i actually lock off for chelsea worth saying well it doesn't really make too much difference but worth noting from twitter today that um chelsea have announced reese james as captain i don't think it really changes too much for fpl just because a player is captain these days doesn't mean they'll play every single game anyway um, but I'm sure when he's fit, he's going to play, right? And whether or not he's captain. But that was interesting. Maybe he'll also take up penalty responsibilities. If Reese James is penalty taker, you won't believe how quick I'll put him in my team. I'd love to find that out before game week one. I, I think if Reese James is confirmed as penalty taker, I will bench Chilwell. I'll do Pinnock to Reese James, and I'll either do Watkins to Jackson or Martinelli to a 6.5. I think. I could just I could just not have Chilwell, right? But that is something I would definitely think about. I'm actually going to do a poll in the chat um, on your goalkeeper. So I'm just basically... Because I think Anana was pretty pretty popular. So do you have Anana, uh, another another 5 million or above, or 4.5? be interesting to see where you're at right now. Because to be honest, Ariola is the, mo- the most popular goalkeeper. That's going to change to Matt Turner. And outside of that, the ownership's kind of all over the place. Like, Onana is the highest-owned goalkeeper outside of Areola, but the 4.5s are all, like, Pickford's like 12, Flecken's like 2%, Johnson's even less. So there's quite a few different opinions on who is the best option. Uh, FPL Harry, how is it going? Your team's not looking good, bruh. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. <laughs> much appreciated. Nearly got my words wrong there. Diaz, Jota, or Gakpo for the short term? I'm going to say Gakpo. Now, they take up different positions. So Gakpo's a little bit easier because he takes up a forward spot. And I think the options for forwards are a little bit less. But also, I think he is probably the first choice number nine. And I do think Nunez could absolutely play at some point. Being first choice does not mean you're guaranteed minutes. But because they haven't signed the number six yet, we could see games where McAllister is the six. Soboslai is obviously playing as one of the eights. And then Gakpo also plays as an eight. So although that's not as good for him as playing through the middle from an FPL point of view, he'd still at least be on the pitch. So I'd probably go Gakpo. I don't know. Maybe people are, people seem to be talking about Jota all of a sudden. I, I don't know. I just keep coming... Again, it's like Foden. It's just the prices. There's so many good options. I find it difficult to justify going for a minute's risk. That's all there is to it. Again, and I've said this about Foden, if Diaz and Jota and Gakpo were all 7.5 to 8 and Odegaard... Saka, Fernandez, Rashford, Martinelli were all 9.5 or above. Different conversation. Maybe you take the risk. But Jota's 8 million, right? Same as Martinelli. Only 0.5 less than Fernandez. I think it's I think it's difficult to to kind of make that choice. Thoughts on Chelsea double up ahead of John Stones? I would be seriously tempted to do that. The only annoying thing is Man City's fixtures are so good that it almost makes more sense to go for the Man City player. Because Look, it doesn't always happen. Football's not this easy. Otherwise, we'd all be close to winning FPL. But you look at those fixtures the Man City have in the first six. There's no reason why they can't get four or more clean sheets. Like, they're that good. But Chilwell and Reese James are so exciting from an attacking point of view when they get going. that I'd just be tempted to go like that. And if you can get through the Liverpool game, then West Ham, game week two, not bad. Even though it's an away game. I guess it, it would be better if it was at home. But it's not that bad. And then obviously we all know Chelsea's fixture run at this point from game week three onwards is decent. For the first three game weeks, might Garnacho be better than Matoma as I have Odegaard instead of Fernandez because I'm an Arsenal fan and like to have fun. Garnacho could be a nice punt. I don't think it's a guarantee that he plays. I do think he'll start in game week one because 
Rasmus Hoyland is not available, so Rashford will probably play through the middle. And I don't even know if Martial's fit. We just assume he's not because he never is. But Sancho has played a lot centrally during preseason, so he could play Sancho through the middle and then Rashford on the left. So it's it's not a guarantee that um it's not it's not a guarantee that Garnacho keeps playing. But obviously for five million, it's a potential bargain right potential a potentially nice and cheap differential to start the season with are you still considering trent or not at all uh Jandre, thank you very much for the four months i don't think trent is going to make my final team i really don't uh, and I'm, I'm like a broken record at this point i gotta be honest with you i am so ready for the season to start because i know i'm repeating myself quite a lot at the moment but at the same time there's going to be a lot of new people over the next couple of days that are only just starting to watch videos. So I can't just say, I've said all this before, go and watch those videos. So I am repeating myself a bit, but it's just that combination thing. So again, Martinelli and Chilwell, or Trent and a 5.5 million midfielder. Watkins and Chilwell, or Trent and a 5.5 million forward. Now, for the second one, obviously Jao Pedro might work, but I just prefer this combination. That's it. It's not, like, it's not that I think Trent's bad. The same the same way that I don't think Kane's bad, I don't think Salah's bad. They just don't fit in with the current um, current setup of my team. So I think it's more likely that Salah makes the team than Trent. Whereas earlier on in preseason, I was the other way around. I just thought there's no way Salah makes it. But obviously, you've got to take in new information. And I do think João Pedro has been a bit of a head-turner. And there's part of me. I was actually talking to Praz earlier on Twitter. Um... And there is a consideration to just start with João Pedro without Salah or Trent and just bank the money for a rainy day. I think James on Planet FPL is thinking of doing the same thing. So instead of Watkins, you just start with João Pedro, you bank 2.5 million, and you decide what to do with it later. Like, I've actually got 0.5 million in the bank with this draft, so I'd have 3 million. And so even if Watkins went up in price and João Pedro was just awful, I could still afford to get to him. Obviously, it wouldn't be ideal, right? You'd rather not lose money. But it is something that... Like, I would never start this game with 2.5 million. But maybe this season is the kind of season where you can do it. Like, things do change year to year. Last year, three premiums, perfectly viable. This year, I would say absolutely not. And I mean premium attackers, not Trent. So, I mean Kane, Harlan, and Salah. It just doesn't work. Every time someone shows me a draft with that setup, there's way too many compromises and not enough upside because of... I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify to see for me now there might be a draft out there i haven't considered yet that's brilliant but i just don't think three premiums works i'm currently on that but spend it on james and bench to save a transfer yeah i would probably preferably do that i, I kind of really want to do that like, like i said if i had 0.5 million more then i would probably do pinnock to stones or james and just run it like that but it's just nowhere i want to save 0.5 like havertz maybe jackson possibly I mean, there's some there's some people rumouring or, or spreading rumours that Ortega might start. Imagine if Ortega starts for Man City. And then the question, like the guys asked me on Above Average FPL, is do you go Ortega on a 4.5 or do you just go two fours? And I guess Ortega and Turner would give you another 0.5 to spend. I, I think it's wishful thinking that Ortega's going to start, but we probably will get the team. We probably will get the team. Uh, thoughts on Diaby? Generally like him. I've I got to be honest, I've only really seen him in preseason for Villa. I don't watch a huge amount of other leagues, so I haven't seen him in Germany or anything like that. But his numbers look really good. He's straight away. It's, it's not even that he scored in preseason. It's how quickly he was kind of integrated into that team and how quickly he was performing. So I think he's great. But I think when you look at the Villa fixtures, do I want to trust him from the start? Or do I want to go for someone that I'm a bit more sure about, like Eze Matoma? Um, or even, who's the other one? Mbermo, of course, who have probably got slightly better fixtures all round. So I, I don't think there's any problem with going with Diaby. He's just not someone that I'm going to start with. But I wouldn't look at him in a team 
and say to myself, that's a really bad pick. Like some players I look at, and I just think, I don't really know why you're choosing them. They're, they're definitely a minutes risk. That's not the case with Diaby. I think he's a good pick. That's how. That's what I would say. Just not someone I'm going to start with. Am I going to analyse the drafts you asked for on Twitter? Yes, I'm waiting for Surtap to give me a hand with that. So we're going to get all the data from most of those teams. And I'll do a video on it tomorrow. I'll probably only go through a few of the drafts. Because I've got to be honest, at this point, so many of them are looking the same. Um, there's only so many times I can go through the same stuff. But we'll definitely get the data. I'm interested to see how the Twitter template lines up versus the overall template because Chilwell and James for example are really low owned overall I don't think that's going to be the case for for um like Twitter uh essentially uh Josip thank you very much for being a member for 22 months good luck in the new season Madison opinion I think Madison is like Diaby I got no issue with him if you want to put him in I think he's a good pick I think he's going to play 90 minutes pretty much every time that he's fit I mean there, there is going to be times when he comes off a bit earlier but he's going to be an 80 to 90 minute man you'd imagine he does he does often, it seems like most seasons he does have an injury, so that could happen at some point. But while he's fit and available, he's going to start. If Kane stays, then he's got players like Son and Kane to aim for. We know how creative he is. And I think in the system that Postacoglu's playing, he's going to be getting forward and getting shots off as well. His underlying numbers were all, already great. I think Madison's a decent option. I prefer him to Foden because you can't guarantee Foden's minutes. But do I prefer him to a 6.5 million midfielder? Not for me. I, I guess essentially... I need a big reason to find a million to go from Imbermo to Madison. And I can find it. I've just got to do Pinnock to a four million defender. But I don't think it's going to be worth it. So I'm not going to do it straight away. But as I said on my team selection video earlier, both Martinelli and Fernandez are kind of, in some ways, they're placeholders. Like if they keep performing, they're going nowhere. But if, you know, Fernandez is playing a little bit too deep for my liking, if Martinez not getting enough minutes, then all of a sudden I've got an avenue to go to someone like Madison. So, like him, probably not going to have him. Your team Foden. I'll tell you what, Foden's going to start in game week one because everyone will have, most people will have gotten rid of him because he didn't start in the community shield. So he's definitely going to start now and he's going to smash it probably. Would you have Pedro's third attacker there? Four million pound benches. That's probably in relation to what I've just said and I think the answer is No. I did also think about that. Instead of having a bench with Chilwell, uh, sorry, with James and then ch play Chilwell, you could spend that money on the, the eighth attacker and have, ja have Jao Pedro and Mubama's spot. But then you've got to bench someone like Watkins. Now, Newcastle away is not a bad fixture to bench him with, but he's a penalty taker, right? A probable penalty taker that gets good minutes. Do I really want to bench him? Probably not. I feel like with defenders, it, it, I don't know. I mean, Chelsea's fixtures coming up are great, so maybe it'll get more difficult. But with defenders, it's usually easier to bench them than it is with attackers. Like, if Jao Pedro does really well game week one, I'm not going to bench him game week two. Or which of my other seven attackers do I bench? It just gets difficult. Uh, Milan man, thank you very much. 4.5 million forwards. Better to have one that's left the Premier League and won't drop, or one that could play but could also decrease in price. Does your stance change with two 4.5 million midfield, uh, forwards and not one? Um... I guess you go for one that's left the league so you don't suffer the price drop. The thing is, Mubama is the one I've got, but he's very highly owned. And I, I'm not sure what the chances are of him getting regular minutes, to be honest with you. I think Moyes will just continue playing with one up front, and it could easily just be Mings. Uh, Mings. Ings. Like, is Mubama suddenly that good that he's going to play ahead of Ings? It seems unlikely. So I guess you go for one that's probably left the league. If you got two 4.5 million forwards, I'd probably go for one with, one without. That, that's my instinct anyway. I've not really thought about it too much. Uh, FPL Tomato, member for 12 months. Thank you very much. Congratulations on hitting 350k. Thank you very much for subscribing. Hit that today. Would love to hit 400k now before the end of the season. If you're listening on podcasts, by the way, I checked Spotify earlier. Loads of you rating five stars. So thank you very much. If you are listening to this on podcast rather than on live on YouTube, whatever platform you're listening on, if you can go and rate it, that'd be massively appreciated. Even better if you rate it highly if you are enjoying it it's going really well the podcast by the way um Odegaard or Fernandez over the first six game weeks uh Fernandez for me Salah yes or no Salah yes or no for first game week if you want Salah for Bournemouth I would have him in game week one I wouldn't be booking transfers for that uh, is Steel nailed and thoughts on rotating 4.5 million defenders is Steel nailed uh he's first choice I'm not prepared to say nailed. I think at some point Verbruggen could come in. For what it's worth, I'm not convinced that Verbruggen will come in earlier than most people will probably wildcard anyway. So I think if you want steel, there's not a huge issue there. 
Thoughts on rotating 4.5 million defenders? If it enables something good, I don't mind it. But I do think in Arsenal defenders and Estupinia, and you've got some very good 5 million defenders. So I would consider that as well. Uh, Badem, uh, just become a member. Thank you very much. Jondra, I have your defence plus Trent in place of Pinnock with Wissa up top. So this, is, so this is one of those combinations I was talking about. You've got Trent and Wissa, I've got what, Pinnock and Watkins, is that how it's working? Bruno down to a 7, slash 7 million pound midfielder, Sterling, Madison, Foden, thoughts? I, I wouldn't doubt, I wouldn't downgrade Bruno to those two, I think Bruno's better than all of them. Thoughts on Havertz? If he continues to play as number 9, I think he's a pretty nice differential to start the season with, and you save 0.5 million over Martinelli. Like, I know, we've all got like opinions of habits from Chelsea. It never really went that well. Although he did score the winning goal, right, in the Champions League final. Am I right? I think he did. I think I've got that right. My memory's not great. Like, I'm an old man now. But his, his underlying numbers from last year, like his goal threat was higher than pretty much all the Arsenal attackers, I think. So if he's going to keep playing up front, great. But your guess is as good as mine if he keeps doing that. Like, tr could Trossard play up front against Forrest? Possibly. I, I, think it's, I think it's encouraging that he started against Man City. But I think part of the reason he started is because of kind of a, like a physicality thing and the fact he's so tall and stuff like that gave them a bit of a presence up front you don't necessarily need that against Forrest I guess so I don't know I mean his minutes should be good anyway even if he doesn't play as a nine you'd presume he'll go and play as an eight but then is he as good for FPL so I I can't see me start with him but that extra 0.5 is so handy I think Bernardo starts new contracting coming yeah I think Bernardo Silva is first choice right winger for Man City Maris is gone uh, Foden can obviously play there as well but given what we saw last year Bernardo Silva is ahead of him maybe in the easier fixtures Foden will start ahead but again it's, it's just that rotation worry and I come back to the point is Foden so good that you're willing to miss the like every other game or maybe one in three is he that good I'm not I'm not so sure he is to be honest but again could be wrong on that uh, just a dad posting stuff. Member for 34 months. Coming up on three years. Thank you very much. Mo Salah or no Salah? I'm team no Salah. Thanks again for all your content. And, and uh, congratulations. I won't say that loud. Congratulations on 350. Thank you very much. I'm on maybe Salah. I'm not Mo Salah or no Salah. I'm maybe Salah. But probably not Salah. That's kind of where I am right now. Um, just quickly on the poll I put up about goalkeepers. So... In the chat, we've had 2,590 votes. 45% of people are on Onana, 45% on 4.5, and then 9% on a different 5 million or above goalkeeper. So there is quite a split between Onana and the rest. i got to be honest, I'm already not looking forward to seeing... Obviously, I want Man United to keep clean sheets, but from an FPL point of view, I'm not, not looking forward to all the Shaw and Onana owners every time there's a clean sheet when I don't own them. Especially when I got Pickford, because... The problem with a, uh, the Pickford pick, and I will try and get a pop filter, by the way, um, is if it goes wrong, then you're just looking at it thinking, well, yeah, of course, you picked an Everton goalkeeper, <laughs> and you just feel like pretty stupid then, especially with only 0.5 million more, you can get Anana. So I'm still still on the fence about that, still on the fence. You're on Salah, you big T. I'm not, honestly, I've, not, I've never, I mean... I'm constantly changing my team for content anyway. Like, not like making up. I mean, I always have to do like a certain screenshot or I have a guest on and I've got to make my team on the FPL site to their team, etc. But at no point when I've kind of put my main team together has Salah been in it. Like I've put drafts together with him, but he's never been in the main team yet. Maybe that changes. I think Jao Pedro is the key for me. Jao Pedro is definitely the key. Michael Ram, thank you very much for becoming a member. Much appreciated. Neil, is Grealish worth it? I mean... Greenish isn't as exciting as Foden, but his minutes are probably better, aren't they? I mean, Foden could start on the left instead of Greenish, right? It's not It's not just uh, the right wing. It's not just central. He could also play on the left. He could even play as a number nine if uh, Haaland was ever out. But I think if you want a Man City midfielder, Greenish is probably the safest one to go for. So again, it's not a player that I'm probably going to pick, but I don't mind him at all. Garnacho is nailed until Hoyland is fit. I, I don't think you can say that for sure. Very likely... But not for sure. Like, Sancho could play through the middle. Martial, if he's fit, can play through the middle. And Rashford could just play on the left. It's one of those where if I had to bet money, I bet that Garnacho probably starts at least two, maybe three of the first three, if Hoyland's not available for any of them. But how much money would I put on that? Probably not a huge amount. So I wouldn't say he's nailed. I'm not a Newcastle fan, but Anderson looks amazing at 4.5. The reason there's not been a huge amount of conversation around Elliot... It is Elliot Anderson, isn't it? Anderson for Newcastle. Is it Elliot Anderson? I've got to check that now because if I haven't, 
yes um you always question yourself when you do live streams have i actually got it wrong and then you're gonna make uh, make yourself look like an idiot the reason there's not been more conversation around is because so many people are on 352 so they don't need a 4.5 million goalkeeper i think it looks likely he's gonna start the season but i don't know how quickly he will lose his place because they've got so many midfielders so that's the only concern really the other the other guy that people have started looking at and this is another this is a name that i'm never going to be able to pronounce is it's carney from from chelsea chuck woo mecca chuck woo mecca that's definitely not how you pronounce it uh in kunku out mr chuck is probably going to start number 10 4.5 million could be an option but again most people are on 352 uh kieran thank you very much member for 10 months thoughts on Kane now it looks like he's staying also any thoughts on calvert lewin I don't think Calvert-Lewin is going to be fit for game week one. We'll have to wait and see what Sean Dyke shares in his press conference. So I would probably ignore him. He's only played, I think, 90 minutes total during preseason. So 245 minutes. That's probably not enough. <laughs> Mr. Chuck, yeah. How do I say his name? Chuck Wameka. Is that it? If he's going to become an, if he's going to become a option, I'm going to have to figure out how to say his name. Also, I've been saying Udoji's name wrong. I, I don't know where. I'm sure I heard on a podcast somewhere someone say you pronounce it Udoggy. <laughs> and people have been like laughing at me in the comments uh so you doji i think it is uh, i'll make sure to keep saying that honestly it's the it's the hardest thing as a content creator is trying to get names right like in burmo i'm saying in burmo because that's what ross and fpl raptor said it and everyone says in is wrong eight million on a midfielder to spend got rashford bruno Saka, and martinelli i would i would go 6.5 i mean that's basically my team right but that's what i would do if you don't want to go 6.5 I would probably go 7.5 and I would either risk Foden, go safer with Grealish or just go Spurs and go Madison. That's what I'd probably do. If you really want to take a punt, I'd go Sterling and hope that he absolutely smashes it from the off. Uh, Shaw or Chilwell? I'm going Chilwell. Sanchez is Chelsea starter and thoughts on Jackson. I, I just think with Sanchez, we're not going to know before game week one if he's first choice and I don't feel like he's so good that it's worth the risk. If there's any indication he's first choice, I will probably put Sanchez in my team Although straight away, I'd probably want Chilwell and... Like, if I'm targeting Chelsea defence, I really want Chilwell and James with their fit. So if I also have Sanchez, that's then a triple up on Chelsea with no room for an attacker. So even if Sanchez is first choice, he's not a definite for me, but he would be a strong consideration. Probably not worth going for in game week one. Jackson, I like him. I would put that in kind of... Punt may, maybe sounds a bit harsh, but we're not really sure about how Chelsea are going to play the first few weeks right it was a bit of a mess last year especially in attack change of manager a few new players that come in uh jackson in total let me just look it up here i'm just going to bring up his his numbers because he hasn't played a huge amount of games at the top level like in in some ways he's a little bit similar to rasmus hoyland in that he's not like i said he's not he's probably played more games i think but not a huge amount so last year he played 26 games in the league for villarreal but only started 16 and the year before, it was nine matches, no start. And that's his two seasons in the top flight. So 30, 30, I can't do maths now, 35 games total, 16 starts in two seasons. And obviously, there's a reason Chelsea bought him. He had a really good goal scoring record last year, 12 goals, four assists in those games that he played. There's still question marks around it, right? And, and like I said, they've lost in Kunku. That's a big deal. I just think the fixtures are there where that punk could well be worth it. Why no Liverpool assets? Because I want, I would want Trent and Salah and they're just too expensive. I'm not bothered about Diaz, Jota, Gakpo, Darwin, Soboslai, McAllister, etc. Uh, my league code is in the description of all my videos if you want to sign up. Make sure you sign up. I don't know. I might do a cutoff this year. Usually I leave it open all season, but maybe I should do a cutoff for when you can join. Watch Trent score 18 points versus Bournemouth and people rip their teams apart to get him in. But the thing is, if he scores 18 points against Bournemouth, then I've missed his best fixture in the first 10 game weeks. So at that point, like, I don't, I'm not that kind of FPL manager. There will be people out there that start to panic. And look, obviously there'll be a little bit of concern, but if he gets 18 points against Bournemouth, my question would be, is he get, then going to get 18 points against Newcastle away? Probably not. So I'll just go without him. All the other Liverpool players are just as risky as Pedro. Um, yes, to a certain extent. Yeah, I, can, I can't say... I, I guess I can't sit here and disagree with you completely, but I feel like from everything we've seen, João Pedro's probably first choice. So I think it's different. I think João Pedro's first choice and the other players could play there, whereas I think there is just straight-out competition between Darwin and Gapo and Diaz and Jota. I mean, in Klopp's mind, I'm sure some of those players are first choice, but I just feel like it's easier to, or at least I would presume, I would bet on João Pedro 
getting more minutes in the first three weeks than any of those Liverpool players. There will be a there will be one or two of those Liverpool players that gets as many minutes, but I wouldn't be as comfortable betting on them, if that makes sense. Or am I just talking rubbish? Well, I get what you're saying. Because they do have Lalana and Inciso that can play 10. They've got Welbeck and Ferguson that play 9. But I suspect he's going to start the season. I, I would put money... I put quite a bit of money on Jao Pedro starting against Luton. I wouldn't put anywhere near as much money on any of those Liverpool players that aren't Salah. You like having Chilwell and Colwell on the bench for the first two weeks? Yeah, could could happen, uh, could work for sure. I think as long as Colwell keeps his place when everyone else is available, then he's going to be great value at 4.5. And the fixtures after the game week one are pretty decent, especially game week three onwards. Have you been taking increased added time into cons- uh, consideration at all? Not massively, to be honest. I mean, when I'm, when I'm comparing Matoma and Eze, it is making me think, well, Eze's always going to be on the pitch pretty much. Matoma's got players that could come in for him. And so maybe that pushes Eze as a slightly better option. But in general, and I've said this before I feel like all the same players we would have wanted before these changes we will still want we always wanted players that were going to be on the pitch longer this change hasn't you know made it a massive difference and I think the way people are talking about it is incorrect like people like if a match is going to be 100 minutes people are taking that as an extra 10 minutes as if matches before always cut off at 90 but they didn't they would go on to 93 94 95 now they're going to go to what 98 99 100 so it's actually like a five minute difference rather than a 10 now don't get me wrong over the course of a season that will add up and i think it does make defenders ever so slightly worse and obviously it's really good for attackers that are always on the pitch but fernandez for example brilliant he's always on the pitch but guess what he was already already in everyone's teams anyway so maybe it's the deciding factor if you're really you know stuck between two players but i I don't think it makes too much difference honestly it's not for me anyway maybe i got it wrong uh relative to increased added time 90 plus player players will have more minutes in their legs so we'll probably have to rotate more Uh, maybe but i think it's minimal like like is an extra three or four minutes a week for fernandez going to make a difference maybe i guess when the cup games come but you can just sub them off earlier right they don't have to be on the whole time. Alex, how's it going? Nice to catch you live again. Eshapinian and Udoji or have James Chilwell and Kabori. I think I think Eshapinian and Udoji is probably the safer bet. The more the more solid team, I would say. Why Chilwell over Stones? It's just that I know I know everyone has me down or has me like down as a, a kind of boring safe FPL manager. But if I've got the choice between Stones, who's mostly going to be in for clean sheets, and Chilwell, who could get attacking returns, I'm probably always going to go for the attacking defender. So that that's what I'm going for. By the way, I should say if you haven't already uh, checked out Fantasy Football Hub, obviously you can get signed up before the game week one deadline. There's 50% off at the moment. I've put a link in the uh, pinned in the chat, or I should have anyway. Um, obviously, there's links in the description below on podcast and on YouTube if you want to check that out as well don't see a lot of people picking up Enzo I just wouldn't want to block a spot with Enzo Fernandez. simple as that there's there's no there's in my opinion there's just no reason to believe he's going to suddenly become way more attacking and so his price is good honestly Sanchez Colwell Chilwell James Sterling Jackson they're all play, six players from Chelsea that I would consider at some point probably and Enzo just blocks a spot it's not worth it it's similar to when people say you know about Declan Rice I, I, there's not been a huge amount of chat but every now and again i hear someone say about declan rice what if he plays a number eight he gets forward but he blocks an arsenal spot you just cannot go for him any update on Embermo's fitness no but thomas frank did say it was just a dead leg and he has been pictured in training so presumably he will be absolutely fine at least that's what i'm that's what i'm hoping i suspect he'll be absolutely fine Thank you very much to uh, Jagannath. I think I pronounced that correctly-ish. Maybe I missed it, but what do you think about... <laughs> yeah, the 4.5 million midfielder for Chelsea. Again, he's, he's he could be great, but I don't know if I'd want to risk it. Plus, he takes up a midfield spot. Why is no one talking about Wissa? He can easily keep up with Watkins, Darwin, Wilson with rotation and fixtures in mind. I'm not sure he can, to be honest with you. I also... Do we think that Wisser is absolutely nailed? Like, could Sharda play up front at some point? There's rumours they're trying to buy a new forward as well. Like, uh, presumably any new forward, unless it was like some elite superstar, would be bedded in slowly. But still, I think um, I think Inbermo is just the one, to be honest. I, I would At this point, I'd rather go Jao Pedro, I think, than, than Wisser. Uh, am I going on Black Box and Planet FPL this season? Uh, no idea. 
Who knows? Maybe. Diaby's a thousand times better pick than Watkins. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. I think Wisser is nailed. He was already in or around the first time, and Tony gone now has start most games. Yeah, I should clarify because I think sometimes I don't. I don't always explain myself properly. I think Wisser will start the season, and I think he could be a good option for eight million. I just don't know if longer term he'll be as good as like an Embermo. But I appreciate they take up different slots. Right, one's a midfielder, one's a forward. If money's no issue, Odegaard or Marseille, I would probably take Odegaard I think Jackson versus Jao Pedro versus Wissa I would be tempted to start with Jao Pedro and have a plan in mind to get Jackson a Crystal Palace defender on the bench covers your back in game weeks 1, 4, 6 and 8 and, and 11 to 15 where at least one of them has a bad fixture I know but the thing is Crystal Palace defenders are just a bit boring like for example Colwell if Chelsea really do well, which I think a lot of us are expecting they'll improve, if they improve enough where they're great again defensively, then Colwell just feels so much better than a Crystal Palace defender. Udoji could be attacking. Pinnock also has really good opening fixtures. Botman plays for, based on Lash's numbers, the second best defence in the league. So I, I find it difficult to get behind a Crystal Palace defender. But maybe yeah, maybe that maybe that would be incorrect. Bruno or Rashford, I go Rashford, superior open goal open play goal threat i said that wrong on the video earlier i think i think i think i said open play i think i said open goal play threat uh josh andrews pickford diaz chilwell gabriel estrapini and salah salah eze rashford saka Harlan, jackson subs osula nakamba kabori looks good to me obviously you might be without a bench in game week two i don't know if osula is going to get many minutes and and uh, Luton blank game week two but probably not going to be a huge issue for you Salah and Pedro or Rashford and Watkins for game weeks one and two this is the thing this is the decision isn't it I'd probably say that oh, I don't, when you say it out loud like that Salah and Pedro could win two game weeks especially when you take captaincy into account I'm going to say there's a chance that Salah and Pedro is the better option out of those two there's definitely a world where it is other than Estrepinian and Gabriel, who's the best five million pound defender? Probably Saliba. <laughs> you just back Arsenal, right? I mean, if you're asking me to go against uh, Brighton and Arsenal, so to pick someone else, I don't think there are a huge amount of other options, really. Like Moreno is injured. There's no way I'd pay five million for Ben Mee when you can get a four point five million Brentford defender. Kukurea is definitely not going to get enough minutes. Thiago Silva maybe. But Chelsea got a lot of defenders. Also, I've just seen that Disassi is coming at five million. I didn't even know that. When was he priced? And then you got Man City defenders, maybe. A Kanji could get good minutes. Played left back in the community shield, could play right back as well. Or, or left centre back, right centre back, etc. Although they did basically play a back a flat back four, and he was getting down the line against Arsenal, but you wouldn't expect that to happen. Or you'd you'd assume for the easier fixtures they'll go back to the three, two, five that they play. Or whatever formation is. You know what I mean, though. The back three. John Stones goes into midfield, etc. Yeah, Vardiol will almost certainly be a great 5 million at some point. But I don't think he's going to start the season. That, that is something I probably haven't considered enough. So with the draft you see on screen, I've got 0.5 million in the bank. I could go from Pinnock to a 5 million pound Man City defender and take the risk. Don't know if it's worth it. Uh, when will Turner be... Uh, at Forest on FPL before the game week one deadline. They like they're a bit slow sometimes, but they won't mess uh, that up. They won't mess that up. Madison or Imbermo? I'm going to say Imbermo. Save the one million. Wisser or Jao Pedro? I'm going to say Jao Pedro again. What do you think about De Bruyne? Is only 14% selected. He could be one of the big differentials going into game week one. Same with Harry Kane. The problem is De Bruyne has only had minutes off the bench in the Community Shield. I would not be surprised for him to get minutes off the bench again against Burnley and then not start until game week two. Maybe it's obviously difficult to know because we don't have insight into what the issue is there and how much you know what his fitness is like. But what we do know is he hasn't had many preseason minutes. Surely Pinnock's minutes are. Sh- shaky with Collins coming in I'd rather have Henry but I think he's flagged at the moment I I mean Brentford fans if you're in the chat let me know I think that Pinnock is first choice ahead of Collins right now if we get early team news would you go for whichever five million pound defender is starting I mean that is an option the, the problem is we've all been here before with Man City defenders at five million it's all well and good them starting game week one but then you go into game week two and you're thinking, okay, are they going to start? Are they not? Well, it's Newcastle. I'll just bench them. Well, game week three, they didn't start in game week two, but maybe they'll start this week. And I just don't know if I need that hassle. Like I don't I don't like setting rules when you go into a new season because ultimately every season is a little bit different. Even if it's not massively different, it's a little bit different. But I am kind of saying to myself, don't take risk with minutes unless it's an absolute necessity. And I don't think a Man City defender is so essential that I want to take that risk it's the same reason why I've got pretty much no interest in Foden 
Because I just don't think he's that good that I should drop one of my midfielders. Well, that yeah, that's the other thing. If I do pick a Man City defender, I probably would have to play them ahead of Chilwell. And I just don't know if I'm that bothered about that. Thoughts on Harry Maguire? Finally, we get a good question. Finally, why did it take this long? 4.5 million defender. It sounds like he's going to go to West Ham. First of all, I hope he absolutely smashes it. I think, I know he's a footballer. He's on great wages, etc. You'd be happy to do it with half the price. I know all that. But he has had a pretty hard time. And the fans are always booing him. It can't be nice. I hope he goes on to absolutely smash it at West Ham. And yes, I would be interested genuinely if West Ham had better fixtures there are a lot of West Ham fans including Ant in the chat that don't think he's necessarily going to be nailed in a back four but there is a chance they might go to a back five possibly I'd be very surprised if he's not in that that starting lineup sooner rather than later the only reason he's leaving is to get minutes because he could easily just keep picking up a paycheck at Man United but he needs minutes ahead of the Euros next year so if he had better fixtures he would be my 4.5 million bench defender but the fixtures for West Ham are awful. They've only got two good ones in the first six weeks, and they're both away. At some point, though, like if we look at if we look at the West Ham fixtures, the thing is, you you apart from wild cards, you very rarely get an opportunity to change a four point five million defender. But if you look at game week seven, Sheffield United at home. I mean, game week eight, Newcastle at home is tough. Villa away is tough as well. Game week ten. Everton at home, game week 12, Forest at home, game week 14, Palace at home, 13 is Burnley away. Like, if I get the opportunity, I want Harry Maguire in my team. I just do. And I know no one understands that, and I'm an idiot, and I probably won't do it anyway, but I need that bullet header from Harry Maguire one time before I stop playing this stupid game. I think Udoji is clear, perfectly rotates with Estrepinian. I, I, I'm still stuck between Botman, Udoji, and Colwell as my three 4.5s there is part of me that's tempted to go with and pinnock as well there's part of me that's tempted to go with two 4.5s on the bench because i think in game week one there's that temptation to just go four million and not have the players on the bench and i do get that it leaves you way more flexible with outfield changes and most people prefer to change attackers and i do as well but the difference in quality of the teams from a 4 to a 4.5 million defender is pretty big. Just, just remember the reaction when the game came out and we knew that Botman was 4.5. We couldn't believe how cheap he was. And yet now none of us are going for him because we're going for 4 million defenders instead. Now, I know the fixtures aren't great, so that plays into it as well. But my point is, those 4.5s give you a lot more security than the 4 million defenders. If Gabori is as attacking as, he might, as we think he could be for Luton as a wing-back... Maybe it's just not worth turning that down. I think I'm in two minds. The 4.5 million defenders are potentially much better value and much more solid and secure than the fours. But there's so many 4 million pound defenders. I feel like you shouldn't lift, uh, shouldn't look a gift horse in the mouth and kind of turn that down. So it's, I don't know, it's tough. It's tough. I feel like 4.5 and 4 is the middle ground for that. Rashford and Saliba or Fernandez and Chilwell? Ooh. I'd probably go Rashford and Saliba, but it's close. Is Calvert-Lewin a good option? I don't think he's going to uh, necessarily be starting game week one. Wait and see what uh, Sean Dyke says. Trivia question. Of the players who were expected to be their team starting 11 for game week one, who had the highest expected FPL points per 90 last season? Haaland? Like surely Haaland by a mile expected FPL points per 90 it's got to be Haaland hasn't it with this kind of price in FPL this year it's very viable to make a great first 11 have a fodder bench and still bank uh, four to five million is flexibility so important I mean I don't think you can make a good team with four to five million in the bank I mean you can probably make a team that looks pretty good but is nowhere near as good as spending at least half of that money I mean it depends what you mean by flexibility right having the money spent in the team and on the bench it gives you flexibility that you're not necessarily forced into moves you don't want to make through injuries and stuff like that like if I've got Bulldog and Kabori on the bench I've said this before and I get an injury in my first 11 I probably just want to transfer that first 11 player straight out if I've got a good defender that's cheap from a solid team has got a good fixture I might just play them instead but obviously leaving money in the bank is also a type of flexibility because you can move up to a different player whereas other people might have spread that cash around so depends i, I don't think you can make a, a good enough team with four or five million in the bank though best man city defender option for five million i'd probably say a kanji but that could quickly change and i'm not sure it's worth the risk although i feel like last year we went through all of this and a kanji just kept playing gift, gift horse in the mouth isn't that the same you can't avoid avoid Salah anymore. I think I'm the same, to be honest. Well, no, I'm not the same, but I'm getting to that point. Oh, did I cut out? Sorry. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get a new mic wire before the deadline stream on Friday. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
even if Ake's not fit, Vardio at some point will be the left centre-back, almost certainly. So that leaves a Kanji versus Walker. With with your salad draft, why the need to have a second striker? You can play 4-5-1 and get a 5.5 million defender. Yeah, I mean, Stones could be better than Jao Pedro. But again, I feel like a 4.5 million defender plus Jao Pedro is better flexibility. Or it's not even better flexibility. It's better security than... 5.5 million defender and a 4.5 million forward so that's why uh, there is amazon prime in ireland although it is a little bit slower than it would be in the uk i mean i could just leave my house and get one i guess it's fine it's just it's just the way i've got it set up i keep knocking it because it's it, the wires in the front of the computer not the back you, you don't need to know this stuff it was easier when it was on the my car but that kept getting in the way of the screen so that's that, that's basically why trivia question answer garnacho first harlan second Oof. but obviously really Fair enough. Go for the go for the Ganacho punt. You'll panic in two days before the deadline. The the thing for me is I I will feel by Friday that I haven't thought about the bench options enough. That that seem, that's usually where the last minute panic is for me. Like honestly, I, I'm not saying the team is locked, but if I was forced to lock this team in right now for Friday deadline, let's say I was going to be off the grid, no internet connection, I'd be happy with the first eleven. I'm still not sure about the bench. That that's my big decision right now. Kepa might be off to buy, so surely Sanchez and one of uh, Chile or Reese is the way to go. Yeah, possibly, but I wouldn't want to risk that before Kepa actually goes. I, I just don't think it's that. It's not so important that I would do it before game week one. So I would definitely consider Sanchez. Uh, I feel like in the end, I would probably go for him. I just hate the thought of only, because I wouldn't want to necessarily triple up on the defense. I hate the thought of only being allowed one of Chilwell or James. But again, I, I think it's worth saying on those two, it's, there's always a chance one of them could be injured in the next couple of weeks or even the next couple of hours and it won't make a difference anyway it's just knowing what they can do when they're fit and when they're on it but i gotta be honest when you look at that chelsea team it just looks a bit rubbish doesn't it when you think about the money they've spent you're gonna have the back the back four is probably the best part of that chelsea team chilwell colwell probably tiago silva for now disassi as well i'm probably not pronouncing his name right either and then reese james on the right then you got Enzo. They still haven't got Casado, so it's probably going to be Gallagher. They got Mr. Chuck number 10 because Nkunku's now out. Now, obviously, they've been a bit screwed by injuries. I get it. Then it's Mudrick, who hasn't really impressed at all in a non friendly yet. Sterling, who hasn't been great for a while. And Jackson, who's, you know, pretty new. I've spoken about him earlier. I think he's a great option, looks good. But he's still relatively new to top flight football. It's not, it's not that great, is it, really? So there, there is part of me thinking that, but the other side of me thinks Chilwell and James are so good, I want them in. I'm telling you now, Pochettino should just go 3-5-2 or 3-4-3, whatever it is, whichever formation gets the best out of Chilwell and James and just have them playing an attack. That's how you score goals as Chelsea manager. You get James and Chilwell in and around the box. Uh, Abby, thank you very much, or RP. Please learn his name. <laughs> Mr. Chuck is too funny. How, how would you say his name? I'm going to have to listen to it, though. I'll do it for the next stream, I promise. I do have an extra 0.5 million in the bank, by the way. I do, because I went for Pickford instead of Anana. Can you transfer players after game week one? Yes, you can make as many transfers as you want. But after, So basically, you get one free transfer a week. If you don't use your transfer in game week two, it rolls into game week three. You'll then have two, but you can't bank more than two. So if you don't use a transfer in game week three, and then you go to game week four, you'll still only have two. And you can make additional transfers over the ones you've banked, but they'll cost you four points. So in game week two, I could make 10 transfers, but it would cost me 36 points, whatever it is. Chuck Wimeka. Is that how you pronounce it? When do you think it's a good time to get Raya in? Only when we know that he's first choice. So I would just ignore him. Because Ramsdale will almost certainly start the season. All right, I think I'm going to leave the stream there. If you have enjoyed it and you're on YouTube, make sure to give it a like. Hit that subscribe button. Only a couple of days to go until the deadline. If you haven't also signed up for Fantasy Football Hub, there are links in the description up to 50% off at the moment. If you sign up and don't win your mini league, you get your money back. Terms and conditions apply. All the links are in the description. And if you're listening on podcast, make sure whichever platform you're on to rate it five stars. That would be much appreciated. I'm very interested to see how far up the charts we can get uh, before the start of the season. Things are going quite well. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to have that rating teams video out so I'll go through a few drafts we'll come up with the stats from Twitter as well uh, in the evening I'm not sure whether I'll put another video out I'll think about one that I could do that's relatively interesting maybe do another stream I might do another stream tomorrow um, and then Friday will be final thoughts in the morning I'm also on the FPL show this week I don't know if I'm allowed to say that probably can I'm on the FPL show uh, on Friday and then deadline stream of course and then we're done we're finally locked in so thank you very much for watching remember to rate on podcasts five stars hit the like button and subscribe on youtube and uh, enjoy the rest of your evening playing around with your fpl draft i'll catch you later sports social podcast network